0: Welcome to this episode of The Chinwag, which I think is 29, and today we've got a last minute but very welcome <laughs> guest.
1: You sound very unsure
0: about um, that. Mr. Tom Brewer. Hooray.
1: Hey. It's good to be on. <laughs> I'm also
2: here, by the way. I'm, so I'm sorry, literally completely pardon. forgot about me. The person who's been sorry. doing the 29th podcast, I don't uh, yeah. care about him.
0: No, Woody and Tofty's Chinwag. Course. Sorry, I'm very tired, everyone. Apologies.
2: Yeah, Susanna went to bed at what, 2am on Saturday? And now she's dead.
0: Yeah, but it's alright. How to be here.
2: <laughs> Grand. So, Tom, we know that you're not here next year, but we know that lots of people don't actually know what you're doing. They've probably not read the bulletin, much to Ross's demise. So, oh, I've Aaron, not
1: read the bulletin, so I don't know if it's in there You don't not. read the bulletin? Or maybe it's I more... do sometimes. <laughs> compassionate. What? <laughs> Okay. As long as Ross doesn't listen well, to this well, okay. A, a <laughs> trivial warning for Ross Evans on
2: the podcast <laughs> Actually no, I think it's come up in um First Wednesday prayer oh, the bulletin. okay, the bulletin. okay. Yeah, So what, Tom, why don't you fill us in on what's happening next year
1: Well, so Come July I'll finish my time here at we'll Wickham, Which will be sad, it's been seven years I've been in the congregation, three years working here So um, yeah It'll be a bit of a wrench to leave you all And I'll, I'll miss you very much, but I'll be heading to Surrey uh, to Banstead, which is just inside the M25, uh, to take up a trainee pastorate um, at Banstead Community Church. So that's the ban, start 1st of September. So, do you know
0: what exactly you'll be doing up
1: there, like what your role will entail? Y- yeah, I, I guess I've got a reasonable idea. Uh, two days a week will be study, so uh, hitting the books and um, trying to learn as much as possible, really. Uh, and then the other four days uh, doing, doing ministry in the church, so preaching and um, yeah, serving in various ministries there and uh, working with people and counselling them, discipling them. Mm. Um, that's the plan. Um, we'll see what the Lord has in store. And is there a
2: youth group you're going to be joining? There
1: are two youth groups. Yeah. What are
0: they called? I, can't, I don't know. No, I, I, remember. Think, <laughs> <one's> got... <laughs> I think one of them
1: called Kids Zone, but I can't no, remember.
0: There's the... Pizza one? Is it Pizza Truth?
1: Pizza Truth. <laughs> Which yeah. like,
0: what is, is it supposed <laughs> to be like Peace of Truth? Yes, it's pe- Pizza <laughs>
1: well, Truth. Like, it's like so awful that it's actually quite good and I don't want them to change it. <laughs> so, um, I, I, one of those is kind of for slightly younger kids yeah, and one nice. is for slightly older kids, but I don't know. I would probably be involved with one. That
0: makes T2 look like quite a good name, to be <laughs>
2: Speaking of T two, it is the youth weekend away. This the nice. week, yeah, this week. And Tom, we know that you're doing another. Well, I think you're doing, are you doing all the talks can't But how many talks have we got?
1: Not quite. There, there are going to be three talks from me, and mm. then on the Sunday morning, there's going to be a sort of a, a mini camp service, which Mr. Adam Pengeli is uh, mm. is taking. So um, yeah, I'll be doing three three talks on the Friday and Saturday. Ah,
2: oh, brilliant! Now you've pro—I think last year's camp was cancelled, but you must have gone to the camp the year before, right? I, I oh, you never made, actually you've never, never really. been. Okay, I've never right. been on
1: a camp here at Wickham. No, how life. come
0: you didn't go to the one two years ago? I,
1: I think I was probably speaking that weekend. Oh, I couldn't make it for one reason or another. I can't. Hmm. I mean, it's two years ago now, so I can't really remember. <laughs> oh, that's
2: um, nice. Well, I am sorry, i haven't been on a, a church camp in over five years, so it's, I'm I'm very excited. For, yeah, and I feel a conflict of interest between I want to, the kids to have fun, but I also want to be responsible and say no, don't stay up till two o'clock in the morning, or Susanna will be feeling dreadful. <laughs> I was I'm banking on Susanna like kind of carrot, but you're. Why well, are you you're, banking you're, on me? You're really you know spent, aren't you? Yeah, really spent. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> Tom looks like it's it's you and I to have to run the show. What's next on the list of things to talk <laughs> about?
0: Tom's new car. Tell us about your new car, Tom. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Yeah, I do have a new car. And you've still not
2: given it a name, have you? Maybe not. Ah, yeah, if you think.
1: Tell us about your car first. What is it? It's grey. Okay. Uh, It's small. It comes from Germany. Um, Yeah. uh, If anyone's ever watched The Magic Roundabout, there was a character called Ermintrude. Was she a cow? It was
0: a cow, yeah. yeah. I remember. Uh,
1: You want to call her Ermintrude? Well, I, 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 I said to my mum who's quite into naming cars um, right. should, should I name it um, and, and I said no one ever names anything Ermentrude, so I was thinking about naming it Ermentrude. Um and then she replied saying that um, in German Ermentrude means universal strength which what? I think really? which yeah. I think is a, an excellent name for a car <laughs> even though it's tiny yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so, so maybe it'll be called um, that
2: but. I like it. I could get on board with that name. What would name? name? you could call it? Wolfgang?
1: Yeah. But that's a male name. Like, should a car be oh, called cool a female? male name? Well, I don't know. Is a oh, car a yeah. female or male? I don't think
2: I've ever met a male car. No, actually. Hang on, no. My, my car back home is called Norbert from the Dragon in Harry Potter. Okay, yeah. So You have a male car. I have a male car. Oh. Mm. That was a disapproving hmm.
1: Well, yeah, I guess... Tradition, Technically tradition states, I think, but so it has <laughs> to be a female name, doesn't it? True. It was my
2: sister, though. She um, she was keen for the Harry Potter dragon, and I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm trying to think. Gertrude is the best car name I've ever heard of. Well, that's not far of my off Gertrude. Um, ah, no. oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Gertrude means, what was it, universal strength in old Cornish or something. <laughs> wow, Susanna just... Leaned over a chair just looking at the ceiling like, get out, Man, you really do need your sleep. No, I do. Um. Tom, how do you do for sleep? You know, if you have a 2 a.m. bedtime, are you going to be ruined for a week? I would probably be
1: okay, to be honest. I'm reasonably good on little sleep. Um, I just need more coffee to get me going (laughs) in the morning, that's (laughs) all.
0: I think because I've been generally like tired for a while, and like this last day I needed was another late night, and I feel like that's kind of finished me off. Mm, fair enough.
2: Well, why don't you tell us about your weekend to Santa? Because mm. it was a, a late night for a good reason.
0: Yeah, no, it was really great. I went to Exeter to stay with this family from the church that I went to. That were kind of like my second family there, and they're really great. And there was like a gathering. They had like a home group social, and then like. A lot of my friends turned up that were in that home group that I didn't know were there, going to be there, so they were really surprised to see me. But that was really fun to get to catch up with them and then go back to my old uni church. It was really great. And the family that I'm staying with have a hot tub, which was so exciting. So that was very luxurious. And yeah, we just had those really great chats. I was really encouraged by like what God is doing in the lives of young people there. And um, yeah, I'm just really thankful for those friendships that because often when you move away and you don't see people for a while, you can worry the friendships will change but like they were still really strong and really firm and it was nice to be able to like encourage them and be encouraged by those young people so it was a great weekend and it was worth the late nights for the good chats oh absolutely <laughs> so no regrets <laughs> yes yeah, so you said that you were going to do some talks on camp what particularly are you focusing on like have you used any particular resources to to prepare because i know it's been quite last minute to prepare.
1: yeah so um Kitty, myself, and Adam Pengeli were, were talking about what, what we wanted to, to think about on camp. And, and, and I think very quickly all of us settled on the idea of looking at the joy of the Christian life and how good it is to follow God. Mm. Um, perhaps during the pandemic, many of us adults and, and maybe some of the young people too have felt a certain level of discouragement. And just like the, the Christian walk is a, is a bit of a battle... Um, which it is, it's described as a spiritual warfare, but, but it is also very good and very enjoyable and we get to, to be in relationship with God who is um, kind of stunning in every single way we can possibly imagine. And so we're, we're trying just to communicate some of that excitement and joy of knowing God and particularly we'll be thinking about that in terms of what it means to have a relationship with God in the first talk and then the second talk we'll think about what it means to enjoy God even when it's tough times, maybe when we're suffering or anxious. And then the third talk will be about how God uh, gives our lives meaning and how that, that meaningful life with Jesus at the centre is actually really enjoyable. And, and it gives us a, a purpose uh, to get us through all of life, whatever we face. And on into eternity as well so i'm, I'm quite excited to to talk mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. it's been quite fun I've, I've been able to dig back into some of the uh, the older writers who who write on christian joy people like um, jonathan edwards and uh, thomas watson and just think about that myself more deeply and i i really hope that some of the wonderful things that i've i've come across and i've been thinking about i can communicate to our young people and just excite them really about how amazing it is to have a relationship with God so mm. that's the plan.
0: So is it still kind of evangelistic goal? Because obviously the Friday youth groups are evangelistic.
1: Yeah, I think I think we want to do both. We, yeah. we both want to encourage those young people who already follow the Lord in their relationship, help them uh, perhaps to enjoy that more and invest in enjoying their mm-hmm. relationship with God. But also we want to give a positive case to those who don't yet follow the Lord Mm -hmm. about why it is truly amazing Mm -hmm. to to come to know Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes they need their sins forgiven, yes they need to come in repentance but also they can enter into the most enjoyable Mm -hmm. relationship possible Mm -hmm. Uh, and that is a wonderful thing to be able to tell them as Mm non-Christians so yeah
0: yeah I think that's a great topic for anyone to hear and it's cool I guess I'd encourage you all listening to be praying for the young people because like there may be some I think some of them, I can't remember if it was said that they did actually come to faith like on some of these camps. Mm -hmm. So like there may be some coming that aren't quite there with God yet and like, you know, be praying that they might come to faith on this weekend or be sort of one step closer. And that's really exciting to be to be a part of that. And I guess like with T2, we've been doing sort of controversial topics, which is really cool and really important to Mm -hmm. talk about. But it's quite nice to be able to just, like, talk about your love of God and, like, your enjoyment of him. Hmm. And I'm excited for, like, the devotionals as well, I think, there's the small groups, to have more time with young people, especially being on Zoom a lot of the time. You haven't really been able to, like, get to know them very well at all. So, yeah, you could all be praying for that. i appreciate it.
2: You could also pray that our young people who are coming won't actually get stuck in isolation. We know yeah, we've, we've lost know, one cool. guy to isolation who can't come now. Yeah. It's very frustrating
0: mm. very. none of us get it either <laughs> mm.
2: true mm.
1: particularly John Day and Adam yeah. and who are driving us <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, well, you know if
2: you get it Tommy I, I guess we could just like separately smuggle you out of the church private quarantine area of the field and then you speak to people from a distance
1: yeah or well, we could set up a zoom link or something
2: True, that would probably be a more legal way of doing that. Yep. <laughs> Grand. Well we can probably move on to the, the fourth of the day, which we just what do we put in the I think we put ramble, ramble about, about the, the sermons. sermons. And
0: I wasn't there why about the sermon, so.
2: Oh well. Susanna, why don't you tell us about
0: something from your sermon down mm, in the next I can because I actually remember it. <laughs> which is nice. Um, so it was a very short passage in Matthew about Jesus healing his mother-in-law by touching her and then casting out demons I think with a word and it was kind of that comparison of the compassion of you know Jesus touching people and healing them in that way and then the authority of being able to cast out demons with the word and the, the compassion and the authority and how sometimes if you have we can either have one without the other sometimes we believe that God is compassionate but he's not actually able to do anything you know about our sin or the other way around that we think he's some kind of tyrant that is all powerful, but he doesn't, we can't come to him because he's not compassionate. I was just thinking about how I'm definitely more likely to think that he's compassionate, but not actually believe that he's able to do things. I don't boldly ask for things that often or actually expect that he can do things, even though I know in theory that he is obviously all powerful. If he can you know, create with a word and heal with the word, it's not hard for him to do anything that I ask him to do it's the easiest thing but often there's a reason why he hasn't answered or he's given us something else and I think I want to kind of yeah remember that
1: yeah I really enjoyed to close this message on Sunday morning and one of the verses from that passage from Thessalonians we were looking at for God has not destined us for wrath but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep we might live with him and of chimed with me, I've been in um, the book of John, and I've been in the book of 1 John recently, um, for, for various reasons, and, and throughout there's this that constant emphasis that Jesus came to give life, which Paul picks up here in Thessalonians, uh, that the meaning of life is to be with Jesus, ultimately, on the day Jesus returns to physically be with him on the day that he brings his kingdom and and restores the world. Uh, And I think sometimes we we don't see life as, by definition, having Jesus there at the centre. If we have something that doesn't have Jesus at the centre, it's not really life. Yes, -hmm. we might have a beating heart and uh, and be going about our day to day, but but that's not really life. Life is where Jesus is and... um, and so, yeah, that, that one verse that, that Clover um, touched on on Sunday kind of tied in with a lot of things I've been thinking about recently, so that was helpful for me. Mm.
2: Yeah, it was fun sermon in the morning. And Clover's point of stop trying to guess is it, very Yeah, very useful, because I, I've seen so many videos on my YouTube feed of, oh, COVID end time signs, and they can be very unsettling, so it's always good to be reminded of, you be know, ready if you're in Christ. You don't know when it's going to happen. Don't waste your time. And also the, um, the final verse, therefore encourage one another and build one another up, just as you were doing. Yeah, I often come out of this and thinking, okay, what does this mean for me? How do I respond to this? And to be told, oh yeah, no, you need to then go to your brothers and sisters and encourage one another, be in fellowship with one another, is a good reminder of this isn't just a lone wolf thing to be Christians. And another reason why we should all be back in church ASAP to encourage one another.
0: Okay, show me what the recommendation
2: recommendations Great idea,
0: Susanna. <laughs> okay, um, Tom, what was the recommendation for us for this week?
1: Well, about two weeks ago, we discovered a new restaurant in Bath which is called Jars Meze. It's a Greek restaurant, it's run by a family, so I think various generations of the family work within. There. I don't know I, I definitely saw kind of a, a daughter a mother and a grandmother all there <laughs> or something um, so yeah but great food fairly reasonable prices where else is it it's um it's on it's not on the corridor but it's on the one next to the corridor okay. I can't remember what it's called yeah it's near Rosario's which is yeah. amazing as well <laughs> so that's my recommendation okay. Charles Meze very yes. good Susanna what's yours?
0: Um, so this isn't like a recent recommendation because I couldn't think of anything but um, something I must recommend is my favourite book I think probably ever so I'm surprised I haven't recommended it before but it's by Francine Rivers who is a Christian author it's like Christian historical fiction which is like the best combo ever and it's called A Voice in the Wind and it's a trilogy and it's set in AD 70 in the fall of Jerusalem and it follows a girl called Hadassah who is a Jewish slave and she's um, a Christian and it follows her being made a slave in this Roman household and it covers loads like it's really you feel really like a part of that time zone and you learn so much about yeah what was like being in that time and what it's like for Christians what it's like with you know the Colosseum you follow three different characters so you have Hadassah one of the sons in the Roman household and then also uh, a german warrior who's taken captive and made to fight in the Colosseum, and, and you see how all their like stories kind of interact and how god moves in those situations and like it's really amazing so i highly recommend that quite gritty and hard there's quite a lot of hard stuff to read but it's yeah it made me like love god so much more and like really appreciate what it was like to live in those kind of times so yeah mm. that's
2: great i am gonna follow in tom's footsteps and recommend some food I went to Taylor's Bagel and Coffee two weeks ago now and if you told me three weeks ago that I would like a shop which sells bagels for £6.50 I would have called you crazy because that just sounds way too expensive but for £6.50 you get an absolute chunky boy of a bagel good quality ingredients very nicely put together I was thoroughly impressed Mm. and and full afterwards it's very much worth the money in fact I'd probably even be willing to pay like 8 quid It's very very good, good.
1: although I would recommend getting extra napkins when you go, (laughs) because they always (laughs) put loads of sauce in.
2: (laughs) We have reached the end of the podcast, so (laughs) it is goodbye from me.
0: Goodbye from me.
1: And goodbye from me. Goodbye.
0: Bye. (laughs)